What's going on, everybody? My phone hit the mic. Sorry. Oh, well, there we go. I mean, we're here. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the Bold Women Podcast. I am your host, Meryl, and I'm here with my friend, Maria. What's up, everyone? And I tell you what. Guys, she- I'm going to get a fake Southern accent. I tell you what. She tells you what. I'm very excited. She is. To discuss this topic today. Hyped. Woo, buddy. Let's go. Buckle up. Because I don't know that you're ready to hear this. And if you aren't... Get your britches. Well, then guess what? What's You've the, at least been warned. Exactly. What's the phrase about like... So coming coming for your up toes. your britches? Pull up... What's the britches quote? I guess it would... That would mean to pull up your britches. But I feel like that's not but the right you, you appropriate. But you would use that to say like... Buck up. But yeah. Oh, I'm not using that appropriately. Yeah, it's not, not it. All right, cool. That's why I said buckle up. Strap in. You may be talking about the bootstraps. Maybe a bootstraps. Well, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is the phrase, but that is also that's also not appropriate for the situation. Does not work for what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Off to a great start. We are off to a great start. Okay, so what we're talking about today? I'm so excited. Okay, we are going to be talking about horoscopes, astrology, vibes. And all that new all age that stuff. New age stuff. My G. Sheesh. We're going to be talking about it today. Okay. I, th- I think one thing. Can I say something about it really quick? All right. I Bye. promise you <laughs> it's going to flow. Go. Okay. <laughs> well, and I think some of what's so appealing and why it's so prevalent today is because. Okay. Let's just go with what <laughs> we were going <laughs> to. Yeah. That's not going to flow. Go ahead. Anyway, my question we're going to start off with this question as discussed before we started recording. <laughs> she always wants to, uh, no, take a detour. This was, this was, um, a guided detour. There are, mm. there are purposes and reasons for detours. All right. Well, sometimes. anyway, let's do the fun part first, right, which ahead. is to ask Maria, what has Maria. been your experience with any type of new, new age, age practice? Things. Um, so I will say I was always raised of like, Hey, this stuff is actually real, but it's not of like of God that it's like, like demonic. Okay. Um, was this something like that? I've always just been raised in as far as like tarot cards, Ouija boards. Um, my, like I was just always brought up knowing that like, Hey, there is a spirit world. And like you, if you entertain something, it will come back yeah this dingbat did not get that message growing up (laughs) but i will say i will say this there was a situation and i'm gonna say this loosely because it does involve the death of someone which is very sad okay well i mean yeah anyone dying is sad but it does have to do with um, i remember so this um young lady had died from when we were we weren't in high school yet but she was um in our siblings in our siblings grade ish anyways i'm not 100 sure but this is what i remember so one of her friends was my babysitter and they were talking about they were doing a ouija board one time mm. and they asked the ouija board why did she die or no it was when the girl was still alive i'm going to try to get the story right because yeah you're anyways, doing great i'm so doing far. great but i remember they said that um the Ouija board came back and said that this person would die from rugs, R-U-G-S. And the person ended up passing away from an overdose of. Oh, I know who the person is. Yeah. So that was just, a, and granted, I was a little kid when they were telling me this. So that's why I'm like, I'm trying to remember rugs, it. But minus the D. Right. Oh, yeah. G. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's given me the willies. Yeah. Right. So, um, but that was, so I just remember at that point being like, and I remember when I was talking to them, I remember th- feeling like I said, do you think that it could have been this and you just missed a letter or something? And they were like, what? I just, I remember that scenario and it being very like, very weird. And I'm trying to remember, I mean, I was a little kid, so I'm trying to remember it as clearly as I can, but it was remarkable that I was like, I remember talking about it yeah, and then she, she ended a, up passing away from, um, that's from that. So, uh, yep. that yep. was, that was something where I'm just like, Guys, it's not, it's not fake. Like it's, but it's not good either. Go ahead. What's yours? Uh, Tell us about your, uh, (laughs) um, let's see. Do you want me to read your palms? 
I played with an Ouija board when I was a kid. What grade was I in? Like, was that like fourth grade, fifth grade? Yeah. Probably. I don't know. We talked to whatever spirits. They were weird. That freaked me out. What was the one where you would be in the bathroom and you would say, like, was it Bloody Mary? Well, there's Bloody Mary. And then you, there's I remember other that. games like playing like Light as a Feather. Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Which board. I don't know. Okay. Either way, I think it's just incantations or you yeah. know, stuff like that. Yeah. I remember doing those. Anyway, but then getting terrified. So I stopped. Um, I had my palm partially read when I was like, see, how old was I? Like 19? I was working at a salon and day spa and there was a gal that would come in there not say her name, but she was friends with somebody that I know. And, uh, she like did like she, cause my friend had gotten her palm reading and like, she like took her to the back, did a palm reading type thing. And my friend comes out and she's like, Oh my gosh. you like, tell me all these cool things. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, I don't know if I volunteered like to just like, I don't want to go back with you, but you read palms and she, or if she just like saw my hand and grabbed right. it, I don't know. Anyway, she saw it and like looked at my hand and she told me I would have a long life. And then she said that, um, I was going to have a major procedure done and then pointed to like, like put one hand like at the bottom of her chin and then her other hand measuring somewhere like around my chest, like between those two Mm. spaces. So somewhere in my neck or chest, she's like, there's going to be something major. I was like, ew, ew. Ew. And in the name of Jesus, that's not going to happen to me. But that is something that's always like freaked me out. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh Lord, I don't want to hear more from you. No, No, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, that was that was that experience. Oh, wow. Experience, and then I was really, 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 really into horoscopes. Ooh, yeah, for a long time. And um, I remember those just used to be like in the newspaper. They would just be at my age. Well, those were like, in the newspaper. Like, yeah, that that would be kind of like you know telling you how your day or your week's going to shape up. But I was really more into it with. See, I okay. Maybe I should go into stuff that I've researched, but I have a kind of additional thought when you're talking about like going back with the palm reading, Uh but I don't know if it's going to necessarily fit in here or if it could fit in later. Okay. But I think it might, cause it's similar. Okay. So it reminded me of, um, like when you were talking about like what, like, like what you were entertaining basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so I remember my, my old boss's wife talked about how she went with, a group and they all wanted their palms read and different things like that. And she was like, I just prayed before I even walked in like that. She would not be able to. And she, and she was like that, that she's like the lady kept saying, like saying all these things. And she was like, no, it's not right. It's not right. Like anything she would say about her. And she just, she was getting so frustrated. Like Mm -hmm. I can't read you. And that's been, it just made me think of reminded me of that, of like, no, it is a very spiritual like thing. It is like, there's this good an evil side yeah. to it. Any any interaction that I have had, even with like horoscopes, I honestly gave no thought as right. to the source. Just of like where any of that came from. Just was like, oh, this is like, interesting. Okay. Like, okay. People can read stuff and um, weird. Yeah. So okay, so I have some interesting data i guess that i have pulled which would be um yeah let's what's it say so there's a theologian nikki gumbel he's over in england i actually read his bible in a year devotionals every year and i didn't put this i saw the name yeah. and i was like oh i know funny. this guy yeah he quotes a survey in his book called searching issues um it estimates around 25 percent of americans are involved in some form of new age practice however According to an article, and I don't know what year that was. Okay. So that I, I'm, I'm unclear on that. I did not look it up because I'm a poor researcher. Um, but according to an article that I found on pewresearch.org um, from, the, from October of 2018, most 
American adults self-identify as Christians, but then it goes on to say many also hold what are sometimes characterized as New Age beliefs, including belief in reincarnation, astrology, um, psychics, and the presence of spiritual energy and physical objects like mountains or trees. Uh, Roughly six in 10 American adults accept at least one of these beliefs. Specifically, four in 10 believe in psychics and that spiritual energy can be found in physical objects, while somewhat smaller shares of of adults express mm-hmm. belief in like reincarnation, which is 33%, and then 29% believe in astrology. Um yeah, so I think I'm just, that's that's interesting. If you don't know what we're talking about, if this is like new to you, guess what? I've got something for you. <laughs> and um actually I'm gonna let Maria read it because I need to take a drink of water. <laughs> well, what, okay, I'll, yes. I'll, I have a thought off of what we just read, but I'll read this. Actually, express your thought. Okay. I can come in and read this if I need okay. to. Okay, so my thought, like just reading about like um, the, pres- the presence of spiritual energy and physical objects like mountains or trees, uh, it just made me think of so many times that um, like I feel that our earth is made up of energy. Atoms move by energy. Um, yes. And I think it's yep. taken and it's twisted, um, to, cause like you can tell, like you can walk into a room and you can be like, Ooh, people are mad in here. I think that that's what, okay. So I think that it's important to, I was going to figure out a way to say this and wasn't sure exactly where, yeah. but this might as well be the good part, the, the, the right appropriate yeah. point. Um, all of this stuff is real. Yeah. Like that I, this discussing this is not to try and like, be like, that's not a real thing. Discount anything or to say that it isn't real. Okay. Now I do have a point about some research that I did. I went down a rabbit hole with, um, with um, the Alice in Wonderland where she just fought. Like she's like, we, yeah, she's gone. I went down a rabbit hole. Where did I go? But I think to an article um, that an American physicist mm, wrote. And basically he was disproving, he was disproving astrologers in the sense that he is saying like their predictions are inaccurate. Mm -hmm. And he actually did a study. Um, Sean Carlson, he's an American physicist. He had 28 astrologers make predictions and then tested their accuracy. The test that he conducted, he fine-tuned it in such a way so that he had multiple independent scientists agree with the method that was scientific, that the method was scientifically sound. And also so that all the astrologers that were involved in the study agreed that the test was fair. They all so, said like, Hey, yeah, we they're agree. all like, okay. we agree with the way this is the method. We're, we're fine with this, whatever. So I'm just going to fast forward. I'm skipping over some notes here because oh, I, you're okay. I, I think that this is just a minor Part of yeah. it, because I because I don't want to I don't want to sit here and say like I'm trying to dispel or discount any of this stuff because but this well, would we probably be saying, the part that I would agree with like there is a spirit side of stuff like that's yeah there is some reality to to these things yeah so he found that um, astrologers could do no better at predicting the future than random chance and those results agreed with fundamental science so fundamental science is um, you know. Gravity, electromagnetism, strong nuclear force, weak nuclear force. So, and then it gave the example of like, for instance, strong acid burns your skin because the electromagnetic fields in the acid pull strongly enough on your skin to cause it to tear, to cause the molecules to tear and to break open your skin. Same way a falling rock crushes you because gravity pulls it like down, down onto you if you happen to be under it. Um, hang rail right now, hang nail right now. So when you talked about like the pulling skin, I'm like, yeah. And then, um, and then just one other thing was an article I found in very well mind. And it was an article called the psychology behind why we care about astrology. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, this gal just said an interest in astrology is in some ways a coping mechanism. So reach her. Uh, this was a psychologist that wrote this. Yeah. Um, research has found a correlation between those experiencing acute crises such as divorce or job loss. Oh, weird, Meryl. Um, and a belief wow. in astrology. <laughs> wow. 
it is believed that this is because astrology represents an immediate tool that that can be mm-hmm. turned to for comfort. So it gives us a sense of control. Mm-hmm. It acts as a way to understand our identity, and more simply put, like it's hard to tolerate ambiguity. And so, therefore, ambiguity if you have something like awful. this to kind of make something more concrete, then okay. Well, and just look at like I think the way our brains are wired to. I remember talking with my counselor about this, how um, and just even reading in books too, like our brain will automatically try to, whether we want it to or not, figure out the cause of something, make the story complete. Uh, it does. Our brains do not do well in the unknown. Yeah. Uh, in the middle when the story doesn't make sense yet, right. when we don't have the answers when all those things like our brain is like, like freaking out, trying to, <laughs> yeet, yeet. Yeet, yeet. <laughs> that's a, all right Um, but like our brains are like running haywire trying to figure it out that's just that subconscious mind of what it does and so when we can when you're talking about like it's that comfort it's like oh well if i can go here really quick and get an answer then i can go forward then i can make do with it and just go right um okay so if you're still confused because sometimes there might be there might be somebody who's confused um, so we're yeah. just basically talking about new age practices or yeah. a set that have come from the new age movement. Yeah. And the new age movement is a mix of practicing Eastern mysticism, occult meditation, humanism, nature, religions, and various self improvement techniques. This could involve tarot cards, collecting crystals, studying things like Buddhism, meditation, visualization, and manifestation and Wicca and I hate to tell you, but it also says yoga is involved. Uh, so the movement promotes a focus on the worship of self with the mantra of like God is within you, like essentially saying that you are a God being mm-hmm. um, and freedom from guilt. So basically saying there's no such thing as sin. Like You can do whatever you want. Yep. With as long em- as you're not hurting somebody else, do what you want. Well, with an emphasis on creating one's own reality by what one believes and by changing what one believes one can therefore change reality so other practices involve channeling or contacting spirit guides uh, visiting psychics hypnosis uh, past life regression which is a form of hypnosis therapy aimed at uncovering previous lives trapped in your unconscious that terrifies me and astral projection or training your soul to have out-of-body experiences terrifies me so general tenets of a new age follower consist of like, we're all one. No one's going to hell. There's no evil in the world. There is more than one way to heaven. There is no absolute truth. God is within you. You are like God. Mm. And so some people, I mean, we've seen this. I mean, I am, I'm going to talk about my own experiences of course um, with all of this, but like, like I said, I think I followed a lot of it just out of sheer ignorance, yeah. like not really understanding where that really comes from because, and I will say this, as I said before, it's real. Yeah, Like the stuff that horoscopes tell you about your personality and your tendencies, mm-hmm. all of that stuff is real and it lines up. Very well with Pretty other people who are born during the same time periods that you are. Yeah. And so I say all that to say, I don't think that, well, we could get into yeah. Enneagrams as well. Yeah. And throw Enneagram in there. I'm going to be real honest about it. Yeah, um, cause we'll talk about that too. The, um, well, and I think I had a conversation with a friend. This was, oh my gosh, probably like a year ago. And we were talking about how, um, we were talking specifically about astrology and um, uh, like horoscope signs. Well, do you want me to and, explain what that is first? Yeah, go ahead and explain. And then I will. Okay. I'll kind of fill this in because I, I think it goes along with what you're saying about like okay. there is this this truth side to it. But mm-hmm. go ahead. Okay. So horoscopes and astrology are um, so these like make predictions in people's personal lives. They describe their personalities, give them advice, all according to the position of astronomical bodies. Um, astrology is the belief that the alignment of stars and planets affects every individual's mood, personality, and environment, depending on where born and date of birth. And a lot of people think that this is backed by science, which I went and just read through a physicist's study, Mm -hmm. which is the only reason why I even went and dug through that in the first place. Um, 
was to just sort of like discount that part. Um, I never really like looked at horoscopes and thought like, oh, my week's going to go like this based on my because of it daily or weekly horoscope yeah. reading for my sign. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So what were you saying uh, about, about astrology? Well, I, well, just how you're talking about like how some of it's true. I, I think that, and this is one of those things, God is so vast and so big and mm-hmm. above like how we, we think where you can look and you can see patterns in people like you were, like you were saying of, yeah. Hey, there are typically people who are born around this time tend to have some similar characteristics. My, now my personal opinion is that it has nothing to do with horoscopes and the position of the stars per se. I think it's like God works in seasons and there's patterns to him. And I think that it's, I think these are things that we also try to take in our human nature to try to make sense of the world around us because that's, and then we base everything off of it instead of letting God define us. We try to base it off of like what we, what we think it is. Well, and I think that that's just, just come what's coming to mind too, to add to that is like, well, of course God's going to create people that are similar in temperament, similar in personality. It's like, how else are we going to connect? Yeah. And there's, and I think too, where scripture says that we are created in his image. Mm -hmm. So all of our emotions, all of our feelings, our personalities, like all of those are little attributes of him Mm -hmm. just spread apart in lots of different people. Yeah. Like we each carry a little piece of who he is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like all of us collectively can kind of make, like we will never be God, but like, we can make this idea of like, Hey, there's we're things copies. we're copies. There's things in you that are characteristics of God that he didn't put in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because yeah, we're different people. That you've got that I don't have. Yeah. Um, there's some other stuff too. So yeah. I explained kind of like what, um, horoscopes and astrology are in, and in case Do you want me know, to read it, what about tarot cards? Oh, no, I was I, just going to read what the other yeah, stuff kinda is. Yeah. Um, like tarot cards involve picking cards to help you reflect on answers to questions that you have about yourself. So apparently you're supposed to be like asking open-ended mm-hmm. questions about yourself and then you like draw cards or whatever. So according to some, some blog by somebody who goes by the sage goddess, which is, you know, take that for what you will. Um, but the way it, like, cause it, there was a question that was like, you know, what are they like? What's the purpose of tarot cards? And the way that this person explained it says the cards are meant to provide insight into the innermost truths of your higher self. In other words, the cards provide an evolved awareness of what you already know deep within. Hmm. Then there's something called Oracle cards, which I didn't even know. I don't need, I don't but guess what? Thing. I found this on Oprah's website. Cool. Yeah. Right, let's go Oprah. <laughs> Oracle cards are similar to tarot cards, but where tarot readings entail memorizing a card's meaning. So it's like you ask the open-ended question about yourself, but like you're going to have the same kind of cards that you draw and like you need to know what each card means so that it'll help you find the answer to that open-ended question you have about yourself or whatever. Um, Oracle decks don't require this kind of like previous knowledge. Each card contains a clearly worded message. Um, Readings are allegedly more concrete. You know what this reminds me of? What? A little bit of like casting lots that the Old Testament talks about before there was like the Holy Spirit given to like help lead and guide. I think of casting lots as like drawing the short straw. Yeah. Or just, I think of it more as that too, I guess. Ignore me. But just that like, (laughs) all right, let's... (laughs) Let's see what the loss, what the lot casting is going to tell us. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Of like, okay, I'm going to pull all these cards and see what they tell me I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, Like just that kind of, uh, sometimes it feels like that'd be nice if you could just, yeah, but that's not how we function anymore. Um, there's also, uh, oh, collecting crystals. I know a lot of people like to do this. Yeah. Okay. What's the meme where it's like when you get to heaven and you look at all the things that you tried to avoid in your life by, and you show God like the crystals in your hand. It's yeah. just, it made me, makes me giggle. Yeah. Okay. So collecting crystals is about harnessing different energies for different aspects of one's life. So for example, like one could help you with heart matters or like your romantic relationships. One could allegedly help you manifest prosperity in your career and another could assist with healing. 
Um, okay. Okay. I have a, go ahead. (laughs) If you want to say something about that. Um, I think the whole, can I get, are you going to go on the tangent about manifesting? No. Okay. I was just going to say what I was going to say about crystals is you talk about crystals, then I'll go into my manifesting because I think it's good. Well, I was just going to say, I, I don't think that, I don't think that it's wrong because there's different elements in the earth that do register different types of energy. Like that's, I think that's pretty okay to say, but it's kind of like if you're manipulating it to sort of, it all boils down to, it all boils down to you're manipulating energies. You're manipulating God's creation. Mm Mm-hmm to do what you want it to do rather than like I have looking, salt lamp lights rather than looking to, okay, well salt lamps emit negative ions and that balances. I'm just saying that's a, yeah, but that's not for like healing. It's so that you have better true. oxygen in the air. That's true. It's yeah. Or maybe it's not for better oxygen, but it's like, it's not, it has something to do with the purity of the air. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. I have a salt rock. It's okay. Well, no, I was just saying like when you were talking about like, the minerals of the earth do yeah, yeah. have things to them that help. Yes. Yes. And that's but, fine. And yeah. that's fine to use those things for those purposes for yeah. like their natural purposes. But I'm talking about people who are collecting crystals. As I just said, like for example, this one where it says, uh, manifesting prosperity in your career. Like that is, you're trying to take something and you're trying to manipulate the type of mm-hmm. like whatever type of energy it has to like force an outcome in your life that's you're just manipulating or essentially people would say that's practicing witchcraft yeah Uh oh Uh -oh. i said it watch out i said it i said the w word she said the w word (laughs) I i know i i don't want people to think that i'm trying to like not be serious about this and I'm not trying to make fun of anybody either that like truly believes in this stuff. Cause I was really into horoscopes. Like, but I really very think, much into it. I really do think that there is a good chunk where of people who don't necessarily understand the magnitude of what they are letting in. Right. So I think that's where the weight of it comes in of like it, some of it does seem minor and like, okay, whatever. But the fact is, is like, if you, if you open yourself to be entertained by something that is not of God, they, it will come right on in and it will, it will do those things. You, you might see things get better. You might see, um, all, all those things that there's just, the fact is, is it's like, it's not, it's rooted in like more demonic practices than it is God. Yeah. So I don't even know what it was that caused me to even think about this. Yeah. But it could have been one of the times that I prayed, like, you know, I was dealing with, you know, one area of sin in my life. Let's see. When was it like last year? No, not last year. Maybe the year before Mm -hmm. 2021 ish. And it had occurred to me just, just the word horoscopes. I was like, Hmm, what about that? I mostly just look at that. Well, okay. I wasn't just looking at it for my personality type stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause that, although that is interesting to read yeah. um, and you can, I guess, learn more about yourself in that sense. Uh, but I was also reading into it in terms of like, while I was trying to date and mm-hmm. looking at compatibility, mm-hmm. um, like using it to help you discern, like using it as a tool to help you discern. Yeah, like somebody told me, somebody asked me when my, somebody else who was into horoscopes had Mm -hmm. asked me, for example, like when my ex-husband's birthday was and I told them and they were like, oh, that's his sign. He's a wanderer. He was never going to stay loyal to you anyway. And I was like, oh, um, okay. Wish I had put that together. So everybody born, everybody born in (laughs) these two months. Everybody born, yeah, at the same time he is, is going to like wander wander from, from all their relationships. Yeah, so. I mean, well, I think sometimes this is just my soapbox. I'm going to hop on. Okay. Um, but I think things like, here I go. Um, but like, <laughs> and I'm going to throw the Enneagram in on this. I'm going to throw the Enneagram in on it. Um, I just said that back to back. Yes, you did. Let's go. Run it back. Say it for emphasis. Um, hey, <laughs> Jesus did that in the Bible whenever he really wanted something said. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly, I tell you. 
Anyways. Okay. Back onto the box. So um, I think things like Enneagram uh, using your, you know, your horoscope sign is, I feel like it's and I talked with uh, Philip about this too. I feel like it's a way to an excuse to be however you want to be and not practice self-control in a way of like, um, you're not letting it, you, you're not letting it like, okay, I'm learning this about myself. How can I grow? It's more like, oh, I'm an Enneagram six. This is what I do. Or, oh, I'm a Leo. This is what I do. This is how Leos are. Oh, or, Virgo, oh, earth sign. But just like, it's that, like, we're using it as a, um, as a means to not be accountable for our own actions Yeah, is what I think we can kind of tend to do with them. And I'm, I said, Leo, cause I, that's when my birthday falls in is like, I am, I am, I'm technically, I yeah. am technically a Virgo. Okay. So when, when God was revealing to me, like when it was just horoscopes comes mm-hmm. to mind, I'm like laying in bed and I was like, all right, I understand that I have this issue. Mm-hmm. What else? Like what? else is going on mm-hmm. with me lord that you need me and it was just horoscopes like immediately i was like oh um why like i mean i was just like well that's kind of weird and then You're i like, what does it have to do with any of this yeah then i came across yeah. a scripture honestly i had no idea this was even in the bible yeah <laughs> came across this scripture deuteronomy 18 10 10 and 11 it says, there shall not be found among you anyone who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer. Oh, I don't know what. Oh, I do not know what translation this is. Is this, is this King Jimmy? Mm, mm, kind of looks like let's it. Let's look up. Can we look it up and see maybe NLT? Hold on. Maybe see if I can find it. Okay. Do you remember how a couple episodes ago you told me I was being picky for my versions? I know. And- Fancy, fancy we are here here now. Okay. The NASM. Does that work? Or New American Standard. Should I have found a New American Standard? Let's look at NLT. Yeah, let's try the NLT out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bible Gateway. Byron is stressing. He is stressing. So I know if anybody does ever want to look up scripture or change what version you're looking in, BibleGateway.com, you can pull up any translation, type okay, in anything. Okay, this one's okay. Yeah, this one's actually okay. It says, let... Oh, he just switched it. it. It's fine. Okay. NIV is fine. Um, let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist or who consults the dead. And I think that there's even more scripture. I want to say somewhere in, I could have this wrong. Can you pull that up in Holman Christian? (sighs) Leviticus. Okay. Here's this one. I like where this says, this is, um, Holman Christian, it says, no one among you, Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 11, no one among you is made his son or daughter to pass through the fire, practice um, divination, tell fortunes, interpret omens, practice sorcery, cast spells, consult a medium or familiar spirit, or inquire of the dead. Yeah, and then there's Leviticus 19, 31. Like, these scriptures all started popping up to me. Like, yeah. after that came to mind, so I was like, why? What, what's wrong with horoscopes, Lord? And then it's like, Leviticus 19.31, do not defile yourselves by turning to mediums or those who consult the spirits of the dead. I am the Lord, your God. And I was like, oh, Oh. (laughs) yes, sir. I was like, wow. Uh, All right. And then I think I don't have this down in the notes, but I think why do I want to say it has to do with the story of Abraham? But I want to say there was something in there where it refers to like actual mm. horoscopes and astrology or something like that. I could have that way wrong. Um, I was just looking at this where you have Deuteronomy four nineteen here too. Or Leviticus 26, yeah, which yeah. says, I will turn against those who commit spiritual prostitution by putting their trust yeah. in mediums or in those who consult the spirits of the dead. I will cut them off from the community. This is all this is also, granted Old Testament. But I think it's laying the ground of that this is, is the foundation. Se- this is the foundation. Yes, this is like, how seriously I take this. Yeah. 
Okay. So this Deuteronomy 419 says, and when you look up to the sky and see the sun, the moon and the stars, all the heavenly array, do not be enticed to bow into bowing down to them and worshiping things the Lord your God has appointed to all the nations under heaven. And- Which is basically God saying, do not be consulting anything that I created when mm-hmm. you can come to me. To me. I am the creator. Come to me. I'm, I'm the one creation. I made all of these things. Yeah. Well, I can't remember what verse it is either, but it says like the heavens and the earth declare his glory. Like those things are to glorify him, not to be yeah. worshiped. And I think of even too, was it, was it Paul when people tried to worship Paul and he's like, do not yeah, worship don't me. Do don't do not worship me. Like I am the created thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, re- I receive nothing. Yeah. Like don't do it. Yeah. So that was something I was like, oh, wow. That was the first time that that was really made clear to me mm. that what I was entertaining was not something I should be entertaining. Yeah. Like, and I didn't even realize I was just like, Oh, this is just so like, interesting. Oh, okay. Like, and I don't, I don't think, I think a lot of it is not purposely evil. I don't think people seek out to do it typically to be like, I want to go against God. No, it's just there. Well, and then, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't help the fact that like later on, I just start seeing a bunch of stuff on social media <laughs> where it was like, um, I don't know. You got people that'll like go around and ask random people questions and like, mm-hmm. like what's like the biggest turnoff? And a guy's like, if she asks what my sign is and I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to be one of them. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to be that person. Um, there's also another thing, like another new age practice um, called energy work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is according to gotquestions.org. It's the use of energy healing that encourages us to put our full trust in ourselves and our own bodies, which is a form of worship. So for most who participate in energy healing, no recognition is given to the one true God, nor does he receive any Mm -hmm. praise for healing. The person using these methods of healing has made himself into his own God. Getting involved in energy healing is spiritually dangerous to say the least is what that was saying. I think I just, what keeps popping into my head is just like, we don't know what we welcome in. And I say that, I know that sounds very like Christianese, but I'm going to kind of break down what I mean. And I think that's great because that's what I was also going to say was like, not only, not only is it important to be realizing like you're giving credence to Mm -hmm. creation, not the one who created it, like for everything that you're doing, like the way that you're worshiping thing. (laughs) I hate to say it, but it's like, if that is something that you can't go throughout your day without checking on, then maybe, maybe it, that is an idol in your life. We've already talked about idols. Go listen to that episode. And that just means it's taking priority over your relationship with God. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, because it should be God first and then everything else follows after that. But it's like, if that is something that is like sticking out, if you can't go a day without consulting something like that, then well, maybe take a look. If I can say this and you can say, I'm going to say you can this. say it all. This is still a free country right now. USA. Um, <laughs> that when, and when I say things about like letting stuff in, um, the point is podcast is too. we are believers. Like we believe in scripture. We believe that the Bible is ultimate truth. Um, and there is a side of within that, that because there is a spirit world. Like there is a spiritual side to things. So there is good and there is evil. Mm-hmm. There is, there is a physical, there is a, a physical spiritual. and there's a spiritual. And oftentimes mm-hmm. the things that we see in the physical first happen in the spiritual. Yes. Um, we're technically the spiritual side of stuff is more real than the physical. Uh, and I say that meaning that there is good and evil. And a lot of these things are rooted in, evil practices. They are rooted in demonic practices, which just means that they come from like devils or demons. And that when I say it's that it's not coming from it's God, not it, coming if you from don't God, like the word demons or demonic or whatever that guess what? It's not coming. It's from not God. coming from God. And that there are there, they do have a certain level of power. So when the big picture and why that it does quote unquote work or why there are some of like realities to it is because we live in a fallen world. The world, the world has fallen. Satan fell. So uh, this is maybe just a little Bible lesson on the reality of it and how it happens. So preach uh, it, preach it. So 
his name was Lucifer. He was the, one of the head angels. He was over worship. He, uh, he fell he's into pride. He's the worship leader leaders. of worship leaders. His job was to worship God. He was, um, I believe scripture says like he himself was an instrument. Like when wind would move, he would worship God. Like it was, he was created for worship and he got prideful and God like cast him down to earth and uh, I'm trying to just wrap up a ton of history in a few minutes. But so he basically has reign on this earth and he took angels with him who also fell into this pride side, which which was where you get like these demons. So they are no longer angelic creatures. They are demonic. So they have pride within them. They are, they bucked up against God mm-hmm. and they are down here on this earth and they do have some power and reign here for a little bit of time. It's not ultimate, God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they are ultimate. Like they're, there's, they know they're not winning. They're not winning in the end. They're winning right now, but not in the end. And so a lot of these things come from, they know they're not going to win, but their goal is to just get as many, many people, as many people as they can. Yeah. To not go to heaven where they got kicked out of. Yeah. Um, so the reason why I say like what you're letting in and that there is some power to that is because they do have some element of that here on this earth and they can do things like they can. Um, I remember as a little girl even, and I don't know, this is going to sound weird, but if you talk to little kids, ask them what they see, they're going to see a ton of stuff. Like there is definitely a spirit world. And, um, Oh, yeah, a lot of these things are rooted. If you go and you start to look up, start Googling where energy work comes from, start Googling where horoscopes come from, all these things, you'll find that they come from some like very demonic practices well, that tap into um, evil things. So, well, and to break down just a smidge more of what yeah, you were saying in terms of like opening yourself up, what that means is you are, by opening yourself up, that means you're making yourself vulnerable. Yeah. That means you are just, it's like, it's like you've got the door open a crack. Yep. And every time and however often you, you participate in these things, the door gets pushed open a little bit more and more, more every day, every time that you do it. Well, scripture even says that he goes around like a roaring lion looking at who he can devour. Well, and all he cares about is taking an inch at a time. He's mm-hmm. got time. Mm-hmm. that's all he wants to do is he just, if, if it means that you are going to continue doing things that are not of God mm-hmm. and that keep you distracted or derailed from what God has for you, then he's just, he doesn't care how much he's ground gonna, he takes. Cause yeah. as long as it's just a little bit at a time, a little bit here, a little bit there. And that's how the enemy works. But one thing that I wanted to ask you because you wanted to get into manifesting. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this. This may help. This may be a good tee up for your, for what you want to say. I think the words misconstrued a lot. They're, they're misconstrued and there's two different things because somebody will turn around and go, Oh, well you guys say you speak life over people. You're speaking, you're speaking things into existence and you're speaking Mm -hmm. this over somebody and all of that. So why don't you go ahead and tell the gang here yeah. um, what the like the difference between the two? So I think there's a big difference in um, scripture says life and death is in the power of the tongue and those mm-hmm. who love it will eat of the fruit of it. Yeah. So you do have the ability to speak into your life um, good things or bad things. Now, I think the big difference is that I think sometimes too, like we can stand on scripture and we can believe God and we can look at the word because if you look at the definition of the word manifesting, it is it is that like. But I think there is this aspect of you're speaking things into you're existence. speaking things into That's existence. What manifesting is. Yeah, like so. Okay, but I think there's a de- there's a difference where um, manifesting the way the world is taking it is I'm speaking just everything that I want because I am my God and I want to control my life the way I want it to look, what I think is right, what I believe. And where believers aspect of like, when I speak life and I speak truth, it is, I want the Lord's will to be done. Uh, I want to speak the truth of scripture. I want to stand. I want, what I'm saying is, well, and I'm speaking with the authority, I'm speaking with the, the authority that scripture yep. gives me, yes. not just me and my own. Yep. Um, so I think that there's this big piece of, um, 
and I've had people say it to me and it's been in like the most sincere way of like, Oh my gosh, like I'll manifest that for you. Me and them meaning I'll pray and believe that for you, but just not being able to put the right words to it. And I think it's gotten so twisted right now where it's like, Hey, I'm going to pray and stand in agreement with you because this is the word of God and the word of God is true. So we can stand on this and we can believe that we'll see that versus just being like, I'm going to manifest a BMW instead of being like, Hey Lord, I want to, if that's something you have for me, God. Awesome. I would love that. I know you want to give me desires in my heart, but I know ultimately it's your will. I think there's just a very, a very distinct difference um, between that. So I think that's just kind of my two cents. I think that um, we can also call it prayer. We can also call yeah. it, we can also call it, you know, saying good daily confessions to speak life over yourself. Affirmations. Affirmations. <laughs> um, decrees. Like we can do that, but I think for a believer, it's rooted in scripture versus just lo- rooted in whatever you want. Right. I think that's the big difference of. And I think a lot of times, that. I think that it's kind of what was mentioned earlier with the um, the quote from the psychologist that I read earlier. Yeah. Gosh, why didn't I write down her name? Darn it. Anyway. If you're listening, we're not trying not to reference you. Yeah. Called like Better Mind or something. something. So, hold on. Let me open my notes. Is she in there? Um, I'm going to read this while you're looking at your notes really quick because Byron just pulled this up when we were talking about yes, like spirits ahead. being on this earth. So this is comes from... Oh, very well mind. Oh, very well mind. This is Matthew 12, and this is verse 43 through 45. And this just talks about kind of like how like there are evil things. And it says, when unclean spirit comes out of a man, it roams through waterless places looking for rest, but doesn't find it. Then it says, I'll go back to my house that I came from and returning it. It finds a house vacant, swept and put in order. Then it goes off and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they will enter and settle in down there. As a result, that man's last condition is worse than the first. That's how we'll also be with this evil generation. What that's basically Uh. saying is like they are wandering around looking for people who will invite them in. Yeah. That's participating, participating in in these things are a way to do that. Not like avoiding it. Um, not protect like your job's to guard your heart, like not doing those things. Um, but yeah, if you welcome it there, they will hop right on it. Yeah. And so Theodora Blanchfield, AMFT, and then it was medically reviewed by Sabrina Romanoff, PsyD. So the article that I was reading about where she was quoting about how, um, there's a correlation between those experiencing acute crises, you know, and a, and a belief in astrology mm-hmm. while it can be astrology and it can be new age practices, consulting mediums, things like that, doing all of those things. And I think that the bigger correlation there is like people who are digging around in this sort of thing. And I can say this about myself. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely say this about myself. I was 100% not familiar with my identity in Christ. Mm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you. Thought I knew who I was as a person. Yeah. And then when you go through experience after experience after experience yeah. where your world is rattled, you know, things don't yeah. go the way that they planned. Um, traumatic events uh, like the loss of loved ones, friends, mm-hmm. um, divorce, any, any, any kind of thing that can cause like major strain, stress, grief, um, on the body. If you don't have a firm grasp on mm-hmm. who you are and whose you are, of course you're going to look into stuff like this because you're going to want, because answers. that's going to give you, it's going to give you an identity. Horoscopes yeah. tell you all about your personality. So you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is, I, this, I this do identify sense. with this. This makes I sense. This. Yeah. I have these tendencies. This lines up with everything. So therefore I'm, I'm also prone to doing X, Y, Z. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm compatible with this type of person. I, um, I can, I, I can find, you know, veiled i'm putting quote air quotes peace Mm -hmm. if i can consult with somebody who can contact Mm -hmm. you know it's going to help me make sense of what i can't make sense of yes it's going to give me some clarity where i feel confusion and and maybe yeah 
maybe some form of closure, but I don't know that that's really closure. No. Um, do you think, I guess it may be a question for you. Um, why do you think an average person or even progressive Christians today think that it's like, like, okay to practice or why do you think that we're seeing more of it today? Or do you, do you think think we're seeing more of it today or do you think it's just more avenues that we're just aware of? I think that the big C church is seeing more of it today. I think this is clearly, I mean, if this is written about in the Bible, it's been around around for forever, thousands of years. So this is not new stuff we're talking about. No. Um, but I think that we are seeing more of this in the big C church as you know, in, in throughout Christianity as a whole. And that is because as we continue to back down on the truth of God's word, as we continue to not speak the truth from the Bible and the more we water down Christianity to make it more appealing to people so that they can continue to live in bondage, mm-hmm. you know, to whatever their sins are, then it's going to be, it's just like an individual person doing that. If the church is the same way, if they continue to water down the word, then guess what? They're pushing that door open to make people more vulnerable to things like yeah. that. And guess what? No one's talking about this in church. Yeah. There's, I have, I have yet to find a, a pastor that is talking about this yeah. in church on a Sunday you know, confronting these things. You know, one thing that just popped into my head too, of, I think that some of our culture, the way we are so instant gratification, yeah, I think it kind of feeds into this because, yeah. um, well, scripture talks about like the fruits of the spirit. And one of those is patience. And if you read about James, God calls us to endure and just part of the fruit. And I say fruit, but what that means is like, what you should see in my life is the ability the as product, a believer, the product, the product of, of the way that you live your life. Yeah. The product of the way I live my life is I should have patience and be able to endure because Jesus has patience and is able to endure. And, um, I think some of the journey of Christ is living in ambiguity and in the middle and trusting that he has me and that he's my father and that he's leading me and he's guiding me. And when I can't make sense of things, do I trust that God and his character is good and that he has good for me? And uh, ultimately like, do I believe that God is who he says he is? Cause if not, then I'm going to go for anything else that's going to give me that instant, that instant answer because I don't have that fruit of him living in me where it would be. um, And Christians can also flip into it. And like, I'm going to go seek out a prophet. Like, I think that we can, I think we can misuse that too. I think that if you start to seek out prophecy, I think that can get a little into that. You're going to go seek out an answer versus like a prophet says something to you. It should confirm what God's already talking to you about. Yeah. They'll find you. They'll find you. Um, I don't think you need to go seeking out a prophet. I think that's very similar to going like going to a medium or something. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying, not saying never if God leads you to do it, whatever, but I'm, there's a very broad general overstatement, but I know there's times in my life I've prayed. I'm like, God, will you just send somebody to tell me something? Because that would just be so much clearer. And what does he say? No, trust me. And it's like, okay, well, I, I just, I want answers. I want, and that's our human nature is we want answers. We want to find closure. We want things to make sense. We want to mm-hmm. figure it out. And so we'll go to anything, um, anything. What it was, something I saw on Instagram the other day, it says when there's a drought, um, people will drink or eat anything. Or when there's famine, there'll be a drought and people eat or drink anything. So I think a big thing is that is if my spiritual life is not super connected uh, and I'm not trying to get, like you were saying, my identity in Christ, dry. Yep. then if I'm not getting that, then I will seek out anything to try to give me that answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. I was thinking about when, um, you know, just in hindsight, yeah, thinking about horoscopes mm-hmm. and uh, relying on stuff like that. And I'm like, something that I've thought about from time to time is like, I, I don't know where any of this is coming from. Mm -hmm. Like I am trusting that Joe Schmo, who's just writing in the corner of a room somewhere and then publishing it to the internet. What? (laughs) Okay. If you put it like that, you're kind of like, okay, why? I don't know who wrote this. And it could be Joe Schmo that is um, 
under the name, you know, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Well, there are also like, oh God, I don't know. I was thinking of some weird spiritual new age name like Sage Goddess. (laughs) I I was also, well, you could have Sage Goddess here, like, you know, telling you whatever. And it's like, well, where, where'd she get that from? Yeah. I was just thinking about like, where'd that info come from? There's so many elements of with new age, like it's contacting dead, right? It's contacting that. And I'm just like new age almost points to contacting death where Christianity talks about contacting life yeah, where Jesus is still alive. Dude. Okay. You are making me think of a real that I I saw. You were making me think of a real that I saw that this, this guy, gosh, I wish I knew the name of him. Um, but he was talking about when Jesus was, um, tempted out in the desert by the devil for Mm -hmm. 40 days and 40 nights or whatever. And it was when he got to the top of the mountain and the devil like says, I'll give you this. Yes. And the guy from the podcast or whatever was like, he's like, what can you imagine? Like, he's like, literally that is all the devil can offer us. Mm -hmm. He can only offer us dying things like we know that this earth like jesus knew that the earth wasn't going to be here one day like one day it was going to come back and it was going to be made into a new mm-hmm. thing so all the devil had to offer him was something that was already dying and that is what the devil offers us all the time dead and dying things yeah it's nothing that can give life like he does not have the ability to produce life like, oh my gosh yeah, he doesn't have the ability Mind to do that mind blown and it's the same thing that's all of these new age practices that's Mm -hmm. all they have to offer are things that are not living they're not they're not things that are going to bring life they're not things that are going to push you toward god they're not things that are going to push you toward spiritual growth they're going to keep you right where you're at because right where you're at is right where you need to be Cause you're not going to look at anything else except for your horoscope for the next day or, you know, whatever it is that you're into. Um, I didn't do a lot of research on yoga, but I remember reading passively uh, that yoga some was something. I don't have enough research to talk, to talk to it or about it too. We're not talking about just like stretching and doing stretching moves no. because you worked out or you're just talking trying about to like stay limber invi- and keep your joints in good shape. We're talking about the inviting things. Yes. In. Making yourself spiritually open for things yeah, is when it goes wrong. It goes wrong. Yeah. So it kind of be things. What else? There. Um, once again, I'm just looking. I guess like. Um, oh, yeah. what was I going to say? Something. Uh, oh, oh, that's where I was going to go with that, too. In addition to me saying, like, you don't know where those things are coming yeah. from when you're reading, like, your horoscope and stuff. Like when, okay, I've said this before. I got a lot of laughs because we talked about this in our women's group um, in person before we even started this podcast. And I was like, does it bother anyone when someone tells you like, if you're like kind of going through something, they're like, oh, sending you good vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, does it bother anybody? And like a, a lot of people vibes, are just like, good vibes, good vibes. Let me okay. think of that song. I think there's a couple of different ways to interpret there's this, a but I think, ways, but yeah. the thing that bothered me is when people are saying that specifically, like if they know that I'm going through something, yeah, but they're not believe it's oftentimes from people that I know aren't believers or whatever. Yeah. And I know that they mean well, right. But guess what? That's the problem. They mean well, but they don't know what they're sending and where mm-hmm. it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Like it is so important. Like everyone has seen, you know, the science experiments of where you talk into a jar of rice and you say bad things to it mm-hmm. for like a week on end. And then you say nice things to just a jar of do it rice with plants too. can do it with plants. And then the next thing, you know, like the rice has mold all over it. And the one that you spoke nicely to has nothing like it's fine. And so it's important to mm-hmm. consider what you're saying and if you are sending positive energy or sending vibes or whatever, like you can keep your vibes because you don't even know where they're coming from. I appreciate the sentiment. You can mm-hmm. simply just say you're thinking of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure I'll 
get somebody who's going to joke around and be like, sending you good vibes, Meryl. you be like, I don't know. <laughs> haven't heard that one before. Kenny <laughs> heard it last week. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had like random dudes say that before where I would like get a little hostile because yeah. they're being annoying around me or my friends when we're like just out having a good time and they're not picking up the social cues right. of do not approach. Like, no, no, stand back. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, just good vibes, man. Good vibes. I'm like, take your vibes and shove them. I don't know where they're going. I know. Get out of here. Take them. <laughs> Move along, bucko. A Lego. <laughs> uh, bye. Yeah. So anyway, kind, kind of lighthearted, but yeah, it is important. It's very important to know why you're saying things. Well, I think just the big thing too, is just maybe hopefully this episode can bring awareness to there is a reality. It's not just loose words. They aren't just loose thoughts, loose ideas Mm -hmm. that there is a very real side to these things. And it's not always what we think. Yeah. Not discounting, not discounting any of that. So I think that's just not stuff that I want to be messing with anymore. I've been, I've been convicted of it. Yeah. It's, and I was like, Ooh, well, and I think just as a believer, as a reminder is like, you have authority even over that. So, Mm -hmm. um, those who believe in Jesus and who have like taken Jesus in as their savior, it says that like the scripture says like, there is no name above the name of Jesus. So that can be, you can list off any of the things we just talked about, like it still has to submit to the name of Jesus. So Absolutely. Um, I think there's this element as a believer of like, okay, at the end of the day, I have the spirit of Jesus living inside of me. So the world can tell me this, this horoscope can, can tell me this, this palm card reader can, can tell me about palm that. Reader can tell me this, but at the end of the day, my life is subject to Jesus and my life is subject to God, like exactly who made me. And that is ultimate exactly. say. Exactly. And so that's just as an encouragement to those who are believers that like, you you don't have to succumb to what these things are telling you that you yeah. are and or ha- are doing that you actually have yeah. power to like stand that there is one who is for you and who has other other great things for you. Yeah, that's, that's really worth. good. That's really good. Um, is there anything you want to tell somebody who I, just got an education today? <laughs> I think just that of like. Don't beat yourself up. It's one of those things that's it's it's everywhere. It's yeah, so easy to I agree. be like don't do not beat yourself up. And it's gonna feel weird at first being like, what? Especially when some stuff seems so real. But what I think if I could it say is any, real. Yeah. It's, it's not that it's not. It's just it's just not from God. If it's not from God, I would just strongly say that you don't want to be messing with it. Yeah. That's what I would say. And I agree. No need to be, beat yourself no. up over it. I didn't, I can't beat myself up over it. Trust me. I spent almost my entire life beating myself up over the most insane things. And it's like, you, can't. you could possibly think of, and I'm honestly dead tired of doing that to myself. So yeah. <laughs> this is like one of those things where it's like, all right, Lord, I get it. Message received. I'm not going to be indulging in these things anymore. Yeah. And he opened my eyes to some of that stuff. And if you are listening and this upset you because you do engage in these things and you still believe in it, and you want to continue practicing those things. Okay. That's yeah. You're not going to get any judgment here because that is not, I mean, that's not what we're here to do. It's not, we're not here to condemn anybody, No. but basically the whole purpose of this episode in particular is like wanting to just shed light on it. And like what some of the stuff really means, because I don't, (laughs) I don't think that, I don't think the church does a good job of doing that. I don't think that it's, um, I don't know that my, I don't think I ever even had a conversation with my parents about that sort of thing. Probably because they no. just thought it was so ludicrous. That well, I think it was that's like, some of it too. It's just like where it's like, oh wait, no. Of course they're not going to believe that because they believe in God and, you know. Yeah. Well, I think just to add to that of that, to like you said, like something you want to tell somebody is just that like God has really good things for you. Yeah. And that like going to him and asking Jesus, like, what do you have for my life? You lead it. Like, I can promise you it's going to be far better than any horoscope, than any tarot card and guess could what? ever give you. And guess what? The identity that he gives you is so much better than that also. 100%. It's so much better than a personality reading of what a Virgo is. 100%. Or what a Taurus is, or what a Capricorn is, or whatever. 
what God says about me is insane. It's insane in like the best ways possible. Yeah. There's a scripture that I posted just the other day to my story that I was just, I was reminded because I was going through some things, praying some stuff out and I was reminded of, I think it was one Psalm 39 verse 17 and 18. And is this David that wrote this? I can't remember. Uh, I don't, I mean, most of the Psalms are written by David. Most of them are written by him who don't know, but the Psalmist says, how precious are your thoughts about me? Oh God, they cannot be numbered. They can't even, I, they cannot. Oh my God. Can I read? They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. And that was such a freeing verse to remember because it reminded me that like, okay, the number of grains of sand, no one can even count that on this earth. Can't because nobody's even seen the bottom of the ocean. Can't. Can't. Cannot. That is how much God thinks about you. And guess what? Not a single, yes, not a single one of them says something negative about who you are Mm -hmm. and what he thinks about you and what you should think about yourself. Not a single one of them is, is, is negative. And so therefore, I don't know. I would just, uh, I know what I'm choosing. <laughs> it makes me think of in Sister Act 2 when the one nun goes, she goes, go with God, Crispy. Go with God. Because the guy. Good old, good old 90s movie quote. I'll throw one in there. <laughs> They're perfect. They're perfect. <laughs> Any other thoughts? You- Man, I don't think so. I think I've been on my perch long enough. And I think too, if you guys have questions about it, ask us. We would love to like look in, dig in, help find answers, all those things. Love to chat about it. Would love to chat about it. And if you think I'm wrong, let's talk about it. Because I don't think I am. (laughs) But I'm happy to hear you out and have conversation. Because we do love you guys. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to do the Well, I was just looking. That's what our... I'm pulling again, pull it. Okay. Right. Guys, be sure to check out our website at <laughs> www.boldco.studio where you can learn more about us or stream episodes. If you don't have a preferred platform you use already, you can email us with thoughts, questions, or comments or topic suggestions at info at boldco.studio and be sure to like subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever possible on whatever streaming platform you listen to us on. And finally give us a follow on Twitter at bold women co or X, whatever it is. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're on Instagram at Bold Women Podcast, that podcast, and we're also on YouTube at Bold Women Podcast, and we're on uh, TikTok, the TikTok at Bold Women Podcast. I'm Instagram's probably where you're gonna if you want to talk to us. That's probably it. Best best option. Um, otherwise, thanks for sticking thanks around. Thanks for around. Thanks for hanging around. Stanking around. Stanking around. <laughs> Maria might be stanking around. Stanky leg. Do okay. the stanky leg. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>